What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby and KT, and we're back with another episode. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so at Building R P W R. Hit KT up at KT Does Art. Hear me up at Gabby's Music. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the last episode where I flew solo, entitled "So You're Black and You're Scared of Putin" or something like that. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> but thank you, guys, who checked that one out. Uh, great discussion. We are actually going to continue our reading. Of the principles of anarchism, but before we do, we to, what's today? Today is Saturday. Tomorrow we will be filling up the fridge. I think we get about three hundred dollars worth of groceries, and uh, we also got two hundred dollars in cash that we've been distributing out in the community. Um, so now we are down to about I think four hundred, mm-hmm. which will be enough for us to fill up the fridge really good, good one more time, and probably get maybe a hundred dollars out. To, to give out. Um, so if you would like to contribute to what we're doing, uh, not only are we doing uh, the pantry and the, the fridge, but we are also uh, putting out propaganda, pamphlets, uh, literature to the people. If you'd like to contribute to that, you can. Link is in the description. All right, guys, let us continue our discussion. Um, last episode, we left off with um, Lucy pretty much talking about how this whole human nature thing and about how people are seeing that, you know, there isn't something innately evil inside of them Mm -hmm. and that we can govern ourselves and we do not need an authority over them. Pretty much the whole premise of, of what this is about. So let's continue the reading. It is probable that he would merely for the reason that he could do so Men are two a great extent creatures of habit and grow to love associations. Under reasonably good conditions, he would remain where he commences, if he wishes to. And if he did not, who has any natural right to force him to, into relations distasteful to him? Under the present order of affairs, persons do unite with societies and remain good. Disinterested members for life where the right to retire is always conceded. What we anarchists contend for is a larger opportunity to develop the units in society, that mankind may possess the right as a sound being to develop that which is broadest, noblest, highest, and best, unhandicapped by any centralized authority, where he shall have to wait for his permits to be signed, sealed, approved, and handed down to him before he can engage in the active pursuits of life with his fellow being. We know that after all, as we grow more enlightened under this larger liberty, we will grow to care less and less for that exact distribution of material wealth, which in our greed-nurtured senses seems now so impossible to think upon carelessly. The man and woman of loftier intellects in the present think not so much of the riches to be gained by their efforts as of the good they can do for their fellow creatures." There is an innate spring of healthy action in every human being who has not been crushed and pinched by poverty and drudgery from before his birth that impels him onward and upward. He cannot be idle. If he would, it is as natural for him to develop, expand, and use the powers within him when not repressed as it is for the rose to bloom in the sunlight and fling its fragrances on the passing breeze. All right, so what do you think about that? Yeah, so to me, it sounds like what she's saying is basically that, like, 
why do we why do we seem to think that uh, society as a whole is just going to be so greedy and terrible if there is no such thing as like quote unquote law and order underneath the uh, capitalist system? To me, it seems like she's just saying like people are actually good. There, people are good, and it is literally in our nature for us to be good and to become a society and help each other. It, we're not um, this greedy, terrible um, people that capitalism makes us out to be. The grandest works of the past were never performed for the sake of money. Who can measure the work of a Shakespeare or Angelo or Beethoven in dollars and cents? Agassiz says... He had no time to make money. There were higher and better objects in life than that. And so it will be when humanity is once relieved from the pressing fear of starvation, want, and slavery. It will be concerned less and less about the ownership of vast accumulations of wealth. Such possessions would be but an annoyance and trouble. When two or three or four hours a day of easy, of healthy labor will produce all the comforts and luxuries one can use. And the opportunity to labor is never denied. People will become indifferent as to who owns the wealth they do not need. Wealth will be below par. And it will be found that men and women will not accept it for pay or be bribed by it to do what they would not willingly and naturally do without it. Some higher incentive must and will supersede the greed for gold. The involuntary aspiration born in men to make the most of oneself, to be loved and appreciated by one's fellow beings, to make the world better for having lived in it, will urge on him on to nobler deeds than ever sure did and selfish incentives of material gain has done. If in the present chaotic and shameful struggle, struggle for existence, when organized society offers a premium on greed, cruelty, and deceit, men can be found who stand aloof and almost alone in their determination to work for good rather than gold, who suffer want and persecution rather than desert principle, who can bravely walk to the scaffold for the good they can do humanity. What may we expect from men when freed from the grinding necessity of selling the better part of themselves for bread? The terrible conditions under which labor is performed, the awful alternative if one does not prostitute talent and morals in the service of mammon, the power acquired with the wealth obtained by ever so unjust means combined to make the conception of free and voluntary labor almost an impossible one. And yet there are examples of this principle even now. In a well-bred family, each person has certain duties, which are performed cheerfully and are not measured out and paid for according to some predetermined standard. When the united members sit down to well-fitted tables, the stronger do not scramble to get the most, while the weakest do without, or gather greedily around them more food than they can possibly consume. Each patiently and politely waits his turn to be served and leaves what he does not want. He is certain that when again hungry, plenty of good food will be provided. This principle can be extended to include all society when people are civilized enough to wish it. Okay, so uh, back to the beginning of what I just read. When she was talking about... If we live in a society where it is run not by greed, not by profits, but by necessities um, and needs and the common good of the people, how our ambitions, our goals will shift. 
Um, I was watching a TikTok, actually, that was talking about how this whole 40-hour work week and uh, working 12 months out of the year, five days a week, all that stuff, that's, that's, that came with capitalism. Right. Because naturally, if you're growing your own food, if you're in a society where you grow your food, people make the clothes... Um, you harvested whatever you build houses and stuff like that. You are not working consistently the same amount of time every single day. Nope. Some days you have more work. Some days you have less. Certain times of the year you have less work to do. Yep. So what we have now is people, us working like machines. There's no real purpose to it. It's all about profits. We're not working hard so that we can physically get food and put it in our bellies. So that we can physically sew clothes together to put on our bodies. We're working hard to make somebody else money so that we can get a couple coins to then buy something else that was made by some. Like it's a whole nother. It's like it's illogical. And because of that, because we we don't base our society on, like, realness, material conditions and needs of the people, mm-hmm. that's when people get skewed. That's when things get skewed. And that's when stuff don't start to make sense no more. Because, like what I talk about, we talk about why do people need, why do rich people need all this land? Why do they need all these houses? Why do they need all these cars? Why do we have all these abandoned houses when people are homeless? Why, Why do we have all this food we throwing away when people don't get food? Something else that's really, like, crazy to me that I'm thinking about in regards to, like, internet in and of itself is like why do we need like nfts why do we need coinbase whatever internet based type thing like those are things that we do not need those are things that are not necessary for survival and because of that like because our uh, survival is not based on um or at least in capitalism it's not based upon what we need in order to survive and it's based on it instead, um, like what our wants are and how we can basically go out and buy, 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 buy. Then we we've kind of just like lost the whole message of, of being a human. I feel like yeah, and it's uh, and being a community, but not even that, not that it's 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 silly because we're already three steps ahead. Like, we're acting like we everybody's needs are already met. Yeah. Like, these luxury items and and having uh, these luxury hotels, luxury cars, us having $1,000 uh, cell phones and $600 headphones and $300 pairs of shoes. Like, that's something that you would think would, be going on in a society, not even that amount of money, but just having quote unquote luxury things, um, high value things that would be going on in a society where everybody's needs are already met. Okay. Well, we've got the basics out. Everybody has food. Everybody has clothes. Everybody has a place to wear. uh, Everybody has a place to live. So let's go and explore other things. Let's go explore space. Let's go explore the ocean. Let's go explore, 
we're exploring and investing and doing all this, getting all these minerals and all these exotic foods and stuff like that, when literally majority of the people ain't got money. And and they, they will say that that is logical. That makes perfect sense. But us saying, <laughs> why don't we have a society where we try to make sure everybody is okay is doing too much. Yeah, God. Uh, you You've mentioned something. The luxury items, okay. So, um, a lot of you know, if you don't know, I'm a crochet artist. Um, basically, you know, crochet is a type of um, art that you can do. So, anyway, I can make clothes and things like that. And you mentioned luxuries. Like, okay, well, we've got clothes. Everybody's got clothes. But I have literally heard people on Twitter, on the internet... Say that crochet, somebody creating your clothes, not even just on the internet, but like if you go to tailored things and things like that, that that's considered a luxury. It is in in, in this society, yeah, yeah. But that's crazy to me. Those are things. Those are normal things for somebody to want, or those are normal things that somebody needs. You know, like you need well-fitting clothes or well-fitting shoes in order to do the type of labor that you may need to do. In order for survival, you know? But, like, we've made it into... Like, like capitalism has made this so backwards that yeah. people wanting clothes that fit them correctly are... That's considered a luxury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you have to... Or get- even or, if we're thinking about food, organic food, people... Capitalism has made it where organic food is more expensive... Than regular food. Whenever, like, that just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's completely flipped. And that's the thing that's saying, that's what we're trying to get y'all to see. This doesn't make sense. Like, this sitting down does not make sense. None of this stuff makes sense. Uh, And then the last part, she was talking about, like, family structures and how they play a part, how they work. The dynamics, now obviously this is in a family that ain't got a whole bunch of trauma and financial abuse and emotional abuse, physical abuse, all that stuff. But she was saying like in your regular regular family structures, you have children, you have uh, the mom, you have the dad. Let's say the gender roles and stuff don't exist. Okay, you have everybody contributing something into the house. What can a child do? The child can't do much. Maybe they can uh, clean up their room and maybe take out the trash every once in a while or every day or whatever. Everyone has their role. And the, the mom goes to work or does the housework, mm-hmm. the dad goes to work. But when it's time to eat, everybody eats. Yeah. And everybody has enough. And ain't nobody like... I'm finna get me three and four plates because I'm just finna be doggish for no reason. There's no reason to it. Why? If there's no scarcity, let's say that. If there's an abundance, there's no reason for somebody to say, let me hoard this food. Let me, let me, let me take away from somebody else and just keep it for myself because there's literally not a reason for it. And what she kind of was saying was, if we live in a society that was, again, based off what we need, and there was enough, and it was plentiful, and everybody was working towards a certain goal. All these things that we think are just human nature, it wouldn't even make no sense no more. If everybody yep. has, or not if everybody has, if we're all working to a goal, we're trying to make sure everybody's fed, yada, yada, yada. What do you have in a gold chain got to do with anything? <laughs> Who cares about a gold chain? Yep. 
I mean, she's that's what she's saying. Who cares about a big old gigantic mansion house? Who cares about a luxury car? Who cares about having fifteen rooms and only two people live in the house? You know, like and then, and th- like no one cares. Is like we think again, human nature. We think it's human nature. But think about how much money goes into marketing to make us feel like we have to aspire. Even if your basic needs are met, you have to aspire to get these million-dollar houses, million-dollar cars. You have to aspire to get these watches. Like, there's a reason. iPhones every single year, cars every single year, new electronics every single year. Like, there's a reason they put all this money into it because if there was no advertising for it, Y'all wouldn't have even got the Apple Watch. Now y'all say y'all don't even need it no more. Yep. But, but again, that's pretty much what she was talking about. Again, the utter impossibility of awarding to each an exact return for the amount of labor performed will render absolute com- communism a necessity sooner or later. The land and all it contains, without which labor cannot be exerted, belong to no one man but to all alike. The inventions and discoveries of the past are the common inheritance of the coming generations. And when a man takes the tree that nature furnished free and fashions it into a useful article or a machine perfected and bequeathed to him by many past generations, who is to determine what proportion is his and his alone? Primitive man would have been a weak fashioning, a rude resemblance to the article with his clumsy tools, where the modern worker has occupied an hour. The finished article is of far more real value than the rude one made long ago, and yet the primitive man toiled the longest and the hardest. Who can determine with exact justice what is each one's due? There must come a time when we will cease trying. The earth is so bountiful, so generous. Man's brain is so active, his hands so relentless, that wealth will spring like magic, ready for the use of the world's inhabitants. We will become as much ashamed to quarrel over its possession as we are now, to squabble over the food spread before us on a loaded table. Quote, but all this, the objector urges, It's very beautiful in the far-off future. When we become angels, it would not do now to abolish governments and legal restraints. People are not prepared for it, quote. This is a question we have seen in reading history that whenever an old-time restriction has been removed, the people have not abused the newer liberty. Once it was considered necessary to compel men to save their souls with the aid of governmental scaffolds, church racks, and stakes, Until the foundation of the American Republic, it was considered absolutely essential that government should second the effort of the church in forcing people to attend the means of grace. And yet it is found that the standard of morals among the masses is raised once they are left free to pray as they see fit and not at all if they prefer it. It was believed that chattel slaves would not work if the overseer and whip were removed. They were so much more a source of profit now that ex-slave owners would not return to the old system if they could. So many able writers have shown that the unjust institutions which work so much misery and suffering to the masses have their root in governments and owe their whole existence to the power derived from government. We cannot help but believe that we were every law 
every title deed, every court, and every police officer or soldier abolished tomorrow with one sweep, we would be better off than now. The actual material things that man needs would still exist. His strength and skill would remain, and his instinctive social inclinations retain their force, and the resources of life made free to all the people, that they would need no force but that of society and the opinion of fellow beings to keep them moral and upright. Pretty much she was saying, like, what is property? What is uh, intellectual property uh, and physical property as well, but mainly intellectual because what knowledge have we gained in a vacuum? Like, all the advances technologically that have been made are on the backs of our ancestors and the people before them. Right. And so, you really can't claim that. Uh, land, how, how do you claim land? How do you claim a tree? How do you claim any of this stuff? It was here before you. It's going to be here after you're here. So, why, why are we even doing that? And then she said there would become a time where this stuff will seem foolish. Because, again, the earth is so bountiful and plentiful. Why are we doing it? All this stuff is just indoctrination. Yeah. Like borders, like uh, money. What, what, are, what is fake? that? Everything is fake. Literally. Like if, if we just started out as children, or we just put like some little people who've never experienced anything in the middle of the earth. And just like, okay, do your thing. Do you really think... Like, do you think they're going to start building gates and walls? And let me put a, a security system up in there. I mean, let they me... might, but it's going to take them some time. You know, it's going to... They need to have that background to, for survival, right? But look at this. What's the point in somebody stealing your stuff? If you don't have that experience, if, right? If, everybody, if everything is for... Everything is for everybody. Yeah. What's the point of me coming over to your house and getting mm-hmm. an apple when there's an apple tree out here for everybody to get apples from? Yep. And then, of course, she was talking about um, how there these certain restrictions and certain rules and laws that people said we need to keep enforcing or else the world will go into chaos. Once they were gone, uh, the world didn't go to chaos. Um, she said freedom of religion, uh, chattel slavery. Something interesting she said in there was that the the slave owners actually, now that they're capitalists, have made more money off the slave now that we have freedom than when they were slaves. And they, and they actually like this system better. Mm-hmm. Okay, then she goes on to talk about, like, if... For whatever reason, the police were gone tomorrow. What would materially change as far as the world goes? Now, she's saying nothing would materially change. I think some things would change. Because of the way that society is set up, the the amount of economic inequality, the amount of injustice, the amount of all this stuff going on the only thing that's keeping people in check and making them or stopping people from going into these businesses and taking from them or going into the banks and getting the money whatever is the state see i took it as her saying what would materially change even if we threw all those things out what's going to materially change nothing 
Nothing is going to materially change for people because they still need X, Y, and Z. And until we fix X, Y, and Z, or until all people are at the same playing field, we're not going to be able to, like, that's how I took it. But I'm, I'm not saying that's nothing bad. I'm saying that actually is something good. Right. I'm saying the fact that people people will be able to go and uh, meet they needs right. when they need mm-hmm. to, it may actually help people. People's lives may actually get better. Yep. And then we will we even have a need for money? I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot to, to think about. But yeah, especially now as you see the economy is doing so bad. The amount, the rent, everything is going, everything is going to trash. They're amping up the police. Joe, Joe Biden said we need to fund the police. Why are they saying we need to fund the police? Because things are getting tough for the working class. And we're getting to the point where the only way you finna meet your needs is if you do something illegal. Quote, unquote, illegal. And so they need the state and these apparatuses to make sure there's not some huge civilian uprising and to make sure people ain't out here taking what they need to take. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, Yeah, anything else you want to add to that? Just that... Just that, you know, um, that I agree. That I feel like that there's a lot of times where we are uh, so focused on, okay, well, I need to go ahead and buy this. I need to buy that. I need to go to this other store. Even like myself, worried about bills. I'm I'm worried about electricity. I'm worried about uh, internet. I'm worried about like things that are not necessities. And sometimes we forget like, okay, there there are needs and there are wants and there are actual luxuries that capitalism has provided us that we are benefiting from. But we need to get ourselves back in check. I think this is kind of like one of those things that's like, okay, we need to get ourselves back in check. You guys need to understand that this is not how it is always going to be. And how it's okay for it to be different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not that even like, quote unquote, luxury thing. Like, what what makes something luxury? Right, yeah. Most of the time, it's that they're... They are getting these minerals and stuff from these exploited countries. It's all the same stuff. But it's not that luxury or good quality things are bad. Like, that should be the norm regardless. But it's just that there's so much that needs to be done first before you can even think about, let me eat a gold-plated sandwich. (laughs) Let me go and go go to the most expensive restaurant in the world. Like, it's priorities for sure. Yeah. So that, I yeah. mean, that's pretty much what I, what I, um, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to add. All right. So, uh, what you guys think about this, uh, passage? Uh, we actually, we have like three paragraphs left before we done. So we're going to get one more episode in and, uh, that will be the completion of our reading of the principles of anarchism. Again, I'm really enjoying this text. We hope you are as well. If there's anything you'd like to add, you can comment on YouTube or you can hit us up at Bending Our PWR on all social media channels at KTUP at KT Does Art. Hit me up at Gap Beats Music. Remember, if you'd like to donate to the uh, community fridge and the propagandizing of our community in Memphis, you can do so. Link is in the description. All right, this has been Gabby and KT. And this is Building Our Power.